0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah! I ain't looking for one night stand. I want you in
1: the worst way. I beg for kids. She gave me seven.
0: Welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Girl from the B-Sides, recorded spring-summer 1982 and then re-recorded spring-summer 1985 at Sunset Sound and released on the 2nd of October 1985 as the B-Side for America, um, though it was also the B-Side for pop life in Europe. Um, So, of course, you know. Uh, Warner Brothers never liked to keep it simple. Um, <laughs> on the track, it is Prince uh, with Vanity. Though apparently Vanity's backing vocals are backwards. Um, but i got to be honest with you, I listened to this song reversed and I could not make out her vocals. <laughs> so maybe that's just, maybe that's just me. Uh, the track itself was 3 minutes 48, although on the 12-inch it was 7 minutes 35. And joining me to talk about it is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, so Zachary? Hey. Um, now, for a genre uh i'm not sure what to say i mean to me i guess you could just say like a pure pop song i think mm. that would be although i mean obviously the subject matter suggests that it's a love song of some kind but i mean i think just a pop song would... it's a yeah it's a
1: really weird pop ballad that's that's about as that's about as good as i can get
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the production on it is a little bit unusual um uh, because it is a lot of um i mean it feels like it's like synthesized strings mm-hmm. is what it sounds like to me and you have that kind of high-pitched uh kind of line that goes through it that i i mean i'm guessing is done on some kind of synth um but it like it it doesn't i mean to me i i mean i couldn't hear any drums in there like it didn't sound like there was any kind of drums unless they're they're kind of buried in the mix a little bit
1: yeah there's sort of a there's sort of a pulse to it but i think it i think it might be uh it, it might honestly just be a synthesizer i don't even know if it's a drum i don't even think it's a drum machine yeah. and if it is it's not it's not like the usual drum machine patches that he's that he's using um no. yeah it's it's, no. it's it's a very weird kind of song
0: i mean you, like the chords seem to be the thing that's driving it that kind of like chink 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 chink. that yeah. kind of sound throughout the whole thing and that doesn't like like we say it doesn't really sound like it's a drum but there is a kind of steady pulse that goes out throughout the song um you know and then you have kind of little embellishments and obviously Prince's vocals as well you know like there's a very kind of specific way that he's singing and he has kind of different like multi-layers that are kind of um you know they're they're kind of like hard left hard right and kind of you know or I mean like the way that he's he's done his voice Again, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't sound completely natural, although there are right. parts where he kind of he kind of has these kind of weird little vocal things where he's like, Good, yeah, he's kind of like going all <laughs> over the place. So I don't know. It's, it's really it, like you say. Yeah, it's a kind of like a, weird, a little kind of experimental song um you know and and there are even parts where he kind of does his like talk singing right um which is like some of my favorite stuff which seems to show up on quite a lot of his b-sides it's like he was afraid to do any talk singing on actual a side but when it came to b-sides it was like all over the place yeah um you know uh but yeah so i mean in terms of the lyrics um i mean i'm guessing at this point i mean i i you know i don't follow his um <laughs> the ins and outs of his relationships, right? Um, but I'm thinking at this particular point, this is—I bef- mean, this is before he was with Susanna, right? um And obviously, the you know, the the with Vanity being in the studio, I know that they were together, you know, for a, a small time. So it feels like this song is, you know, about her. Yeah, it seems safe.
1: Um, it seems safe to to assume, yeah. And she inspired yeah. a lot of, you know, really great. Uh, love and lust songs from Prince during this period. So so I I believe that it's by it's about vanity.
0: You know, there was obviously a vanity single that was called Boy. Um <laughs> so it's, it's like Prince being like, "Oh, well, since as I have recorded a song called Boy and had Vanity sing on it, let me record a song called Girl uh, to like match." Uh, and I do just like the fact that it's just called Girl. Right. Like <laughs> he he doesn't bother kind of like coming up with any kind of fancy titles and stuff. Yeah. And you know, there are some really kind of good uh, lyrics in this song that he could have maybe kind of used as the title. Right. Um, Especially you know,
1: but... uh, my favorite thing about it is that he had a song called girl <laughs> that that he gave to the time. So, you know, for yeah. people, for people like, like us that are trying to like talk about his discography in order. I mean, you, you, you skipped the time. So you, you're kind of off the hook on this, but like that yeah. now we have to do this clumsy, like, Oh girl, 1981 girl, 1985. Like it's, you know, could you, could you have not, like, was there no other name you could have called it, Prince? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I guess, I mean, the idea, of course, is that Prince thought of his side projects as being completely separate from him, didn't he? Like, Jamie Jamie Starr was the one producing those, so, (laughs) like, they were separate from, so he could, he could use this name, you know, for for a second time, Um, but yeah, I mean, I should have said, obviously, it, you know, in 1982, it was recorded at the Kiowa Trail home studio. And then in 85, you know, at Sunset Sound, which was obviously where Prince spent a lot of his time, um, particularly, you know, for Purple Rain and then, you know, um, you know, Parade and Around the World in a Day, around that kind of time. But yeah, I mean, it's funny because obviously the stuff that he did for the time was also recorded at the Kiowa Trail. Mm. So it's just like two songs with the same name recorded at the same place. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the lyrics themselves, you know, we, we get... I mean, I wouldn't say that there's kind of any real, you know, uh, verse chorus thing to it, because obviously as the title is girl, Mm -hmm. the word girl appears at the very start. Right. um, Where he says, girl, you excite me so. And I like that he goes, ooh wee baby, your body's like no other. (laughs) I mean, I just think the ooh wee of it. I mean, it's like, (laughs) it's just such an unusual thing for Prince to kind of sing. Um, And then, of course, he says, girl, it's you I got to know ooey baby i bet you're quite a lover and i don't know why this ooey baby thing is, is is like in this song so much um but i don't it's almost like maybe someone said it and it was in his head for that day and then he's just like put it in the song and then it's just there isn't it um you know and he says you know ooh girl i want to take you home uh you're dreaming i scream inside you i want you in the worst way um <laughs> And then he just goes, you make me. And then we get the kind of, you know, like the, the hook of the song.
1: Mm, very um, pop, you know, that. that it, yeah. It, it almost sounds, uh, I mean, again, back to Vanity. It almost reminds me a little bit of some of those synth lines on the Vanity 6 album. It sounds very like, you know, 1982.
0: And the chorus itself, I guess, is just the word girl repeated twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: that's, with, a, with a lot I of mean, vibrato, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah like i said with his vocals kind of going all over the place and uh you know and a lot of kind of like double tracking and triple tracking um and then we get like what is essentially the second verse starting with girl won't you kiss me Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and he says we baby my lips they want you so uh girl how can you resist and as he's singing that, he says, the smell of animal lust is all, all, all over me. Um, and I mean, I, I mean, some of the kind of phrasing in here, I like that, the smell of animal lust. I mean, right. I like that, you know, because I think that's this is the point where the song itself, if Prince had written this, like maybe a couple of years later, he probably would have been a bit more explicit. Right. But I like how he's kind of still being a little bit coy in this song. Right.
1: And And very few people can make the smell of animal lust into something convincingly, you know, sexy. So so I, I admire him for that.
0: And then we kind of get like a bit of a Beatles call call out where he says, oh, girl, if I could hold your hand. Hmm, yeah. Um, You know, which I I don't know if you've ever seen the film. And this is going to this is going to be a very kind of this is a weird de- detour, I'm sure, for <laughs> anyone listening. Uh, Nick and Nora's playlist uh-huh. um, or infinite playlist, should I say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring, yeah, that's yeah, uh, well, starring Michael, Sarah, right, Denix. right. God, I haven't seen that in years. But yeah, continue. <laughs> it's like it's, like, it's uh, at this point. I think it's like about a decade, almost a decade old. Right. <laughs> and in that, there's a there's a point where one of the members of the band that Michael Sarah is in, he talks about how the Beatles, you know, rather than getting explicit or anything, they just literally said, you know. I want to hold your hand like that was like the first step that they kind of established in the relationship of like, you know, they made a whole song about just wanting to hold someone's hand and you know <laughs> th- like the one character try to convince is you know uh, you know michael Sarah that maybe that's what he should start with just holding someone's hand <laughs> and then obviously see where it goes from there so i like the prince in this song is kind of just going back to i if i could hold your hand right but then he immediately escalates to yeah <laughs> i make you touch
1: my body until you understand yeah it gets steamy pretty fast <laughs>
0: yeah so I like, I like how, like, you know, the Beatles did like three minutes on holding someone's hand and that's literally all they did. Yeah. But Prince is like, if I hold your hand, it's going on my body. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then of course he says, I'm your man all night, all day. I want you in the worst way. <laughs> uh, and I guess, I mean, I guess the words I want you in the worst way kind of appear enough that you could kind of count them a little bit as part of the chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course he says that you make me. And then we get the kind of, you know the the kind of the hook again Uh, and then we kind of get into the kind of middle eight with the talk singing and (laughs) prince saying caress the flower and then he goes warm and the second warm is almost like an echo but i'm sure he's actually singing it Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course when he says bring it to the garden and then he says the garden be poetic tell me what it feels like a sea of electricity now that's wonderful um and I, i mean i kind of like all this kind of very coy kind of um you know references obviously you know kind of caressing the flower you know bring it to the garden right. um, these are quite obviously you know sexual innuendos that <laughs> yeah. prince is talking about here uh, but i like how he actually says be poetic right and it's like okay i guess i mean it works in the song and then i like i mean i like the phrase as well as sea of electricity mm. um I mean, that's, you know, this song has got a few kind of very, as we said, you know, the animal lusting and I think Sea of Electricity as well. Prince is kind of the only person who could kind of make that work because I have no idea what that's meant to me, <laughs> right. but it sounds, as he said, poetic. So, you know, it kind of, it kind of fits. Right. And, you know, when he says, talk to you and then he goes, tell me what you hear. I like as well. I mean, the, the kind of, if I was anything, I'd be the water in your bath. Yeah.
1: Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, this uh, idea. Later to appear in Under the Cherry Moon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so And also, you know, um, I, I think, I mean, I'm trying to think of, is it if I was your girlfriend where he talks about, you know, he'd drink your bath water or like there's, oh, there's I'm sure there's another yeah. song where that comes from. I don't think it's if I was your girlfriend. But, you know, like this idea of, of someone having a, a bath full of water and Prince doing something with it. Right, right.
1: Um, it's, he definitely, this was a man who definitely uh, had a thing about women in, in baths.
0: And, then, you know, and then this is where we kind of get back to the girl, you excite me so. But this time he's he's kind of doing a bit of vocal gymnastics. Mm. Um, and then he talks about how his flesh is on fire. <laughs> um, and and then this, and then he says, you know, the kind of the most... Um, I guess, kind of innuendo in the song is, uh, girl, the way you play with it. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I feel like we all know what it is in this particular thing. He says, right. I think you desire me. Um, and then, of course, he says, anything you wish, baby, anything will make a dream come true, me and you. And then, of course, we finish with the final, I want you in the worst way, uh, which is also a line in Temptation as right. well. Right, right. Um, it's you know, it, it's so. interesting,
1: too, that this song. Uh, was recorded originally so much earlier but he he still kind of brought in these illusions with uh, with other songs you know that were released in 1985 yeah. even if they were recorded later
0: I'm, I mean obviously that phrase of like I want you in the worst way must have been something that kind of was in his head right for it to kind of show up in temptation right and then you know we kind of get to the repetition of Uh, You know, your lips are so wet. And then as the fade out comes in, you hear Prince saying, feel my hands, they're all sweaty. And I mean, to me that, (laughs) I mean, Prince can kind of sell that as being sort of sexy, but at the same time, you're like, Prince, feel my hands, they're all sweaty. He's not sexy, but yeah. I mean, I, I I think as well, like the song itself doesn't kind of have, you know, a very like firm structure. Like we said, there is just kind of this pulse all the way through it. And you do kind of get the idea of a middle eight when it turns into the talk singing. Mm-hmm. But really, it's, you know, it's just kind of this one persistent thing. And, and, you know, the repetition of girl, you know, over and over again. And even the repetition of Uwe Baby right. over and over again. It just it just kind of creates the idea that, um, you know, there isn't really a, a verse chorus to it. And it's just a kind of not not completely a stream of consciousness because, you know, ideas are repeated too often for it to be that. Um, but it certainly feels like it's a lot of ideas that Prince kind of has about this one person. Right. Uh, you know, which obviously we can guess is vanity, you know, and, and obviously he wants to kind of get that down on record um, <laughs> before he loses the idea, maybe, or before he loses, you know, the, the kind of what he wants to say about it. But yeah, I mean, I think some of the lyrics, are, you know, like we said, there are a few kind of like interesting turns of phrase in this mm. song.
1: And there's a, it's, it's sort of the the structure of the song is sort of like a constant tension you know like the the there's no you know usually it's like you build tension in the verses and then you release it in the chorus and, but this doesn't yeah. really like you said doesn't really have a chorus so it's really only tension and the release is <laughs> yeah. presumably his you know uh, inevitable orgasm i think is, is that's the
0: it is interesting though that you know essentially just kind of goes to a fade out like right. it kind of comes in with this persistent kind of beat And then prince obviously has kind of no way to resolve that um because i mean it certainly feels to me like it's no more than like a couple of chords it might even be one chord for Mm. a large portion of the song and so you know the fact that it just kind of fades out it's like well you know, there's ne- This song is gonna go on forever if if Prince just keeps playing this one kind of chord and this this one steady tempo. There's ne- never gonna be an end to this song, so he just kind of has to fade it out. Yeah, and it,
1: it, even the extended version, I think, is is basically a fade. It fades out on a little bit more of a final note, if I recall. But yeah. but it, it's not. It's not like a. There's not like a grand finale. <laughs> it it does just kind of no, like peter out, you know. There's no
0: kind of real like build up and resolution. Like we said, it's just kind of one persistent chord and and one persistent kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, even if Prince does kind of change his vocals a little bit. And obviously some of the double tracking and, and triple tracking and stuff kind of does. It doesn't make it. I mean, it stops things from fe- feeling too samey, basically, you know, kind of the variations on what he's doing and kind of the different ways he sings stuff. I think at least that kind of keeps it quite interesting. Right. Though for me, I don't think I could go higher than a four out of five simply because it does feel kind of like a half finished idea. Like even though he, you know, he recorded it a bit in 82 and then went back to it in 85. It doesn't really feel like he actually kind of managed to get like a big idea in here. It just feels like him kind of singing directly at one person. And then, you know, it just fades out because he's got nowhere else to go (laughs) other than just saying the words girl over and over again. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's I mean, I think for you know, I like the production of it as well. Like it, like we said, it's very interesting. You know, that you can't really hear any drum beat. Um, you know, you only have the pulse of the chords. Um, and obviously, you know, this is kind of in the middle of when Prince is is deep into using synths and stuff. So mm. you you kind of really get that kind of feeling of uh of it, of kind of the mid '80s. Yeah, I um I I really
1: I, I really love this song, and I feel like I'm just from what I've. You know, discussions with with people in the in the you know Prince fan community, and from you know listening to other podcasts and reading reviews, I feel like I'm in the minority for how much I love this song, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's hard to really articulate why I I love it so much, and I I think it is it's that there's something sort of like warm and uh, sort of enveloping about that arrangement. It feels womb-like or you know when you uh when you put your head underwater in the bath it that's you know appropriately enough that's kind of it it has this feeling of just like uh like like you're you're just being you know swallowed up in in this in this arrangement um and, uh, you know, obviously that has uh, sexual connotations as well. It's a very, like, moist-sounding song. And just something about just that tension that never gets resolved. Um, I, I feel... And, and that, like, you know, the the yearning in his vocals. Um, I, I, I won't go out on a limb and say it's Prince's most erotic song because there's a lot of competition there, <laughs> obviously. But it's it's up there. Like, to me, this is one of his most, like not even not even just like sexy or sexual but like it it just it it feels like you know like lust it's consuming in in that way so so I love this song and especially the my introduction to it was when I bought the 12 inch of America so for me it's all about the extended version so I would probably I would probably give the hits the B-sides version 4 stars but the extended version is is 5 out of 5 for me.
0: Yeah. I mean you bearing in mind on the B-sides this comes after Horny Toad and Fill You Up <laughs> and just before I Love You and Me and, a, and a, an erotic city. So you're in the middle of like a run of very kind of like erotic songs. Yeah, I yeah. get. And I think and I think out of those 5 this is like the least kind of obviously erotic song. Right. All the other four are like a lot more explicit oh yeah uh, for you sure know, the yeah prince once so but yeah i mean I, I I mean i agree with you like the production is very warm i mean you know even though he says the word warm right <laughs> in the in the actual song but yeah no it is it is a it's kind of like a really enveloping sound and it does make you feel uh i remember like listening to it when i first got like the the hits the b-sides cassette and i remember really enjoying this song and finding it kind of like almost comforting mm-hmm. like the production um you know, but, yeah, um, what's really weird is it took prince like you know 22 years before he actually performed it live yeah that's really interesting so it wasn't until like 2009 that that he you know he performed it in 2007 but 2009 was when he kind of put it on his set list
1: i'm gonna have to hunt down some of those
0: he did perform it like a week before his death in 2016 Mm, um in atlanta georgia yeah so you know he didn't perform it very often Um, But obviously, I mean, I think the thing is as well with Prince, when he wrote a song about someone specifically, there was a tendency for him to perform it while that person was around. Right. And then as soon as he broke up with that person, (laughs) obviously he was like, I don't want to be talking about that person anymore. So I'm not going to perform this handful of songs about them anymore. Right you just seem yeah, yeah. to be like I mean maybe I'm reading too much into it but there are there you know there's a lot of like Sign of the Time songs that were about Susanna that <laughs> he kind of stopped performing at some point after like 1989 and you know like the stuff that was written in 1988 that he kind of stopped performing after 1990 and it, you can kind of track you know a lot of stuff from you know, 92 through to 96, he stopped performing after 97 for a very specific reason. And, you know, it's, it just seems to be this thing of when he broke up with the subject of the song, he kind of didn't want to perform the song anymore. But right. it's nice that, you know, 20-something years later, he actually kind of performed it a few times.
1: Yeah, and it makes me wonder the fact that he took it out again in early 2016, if if this, you know, is because he had vanity on his mind. Because it, it did definitely yeah. seem like her uh denise matthew's death um just a couple months before he died he really kind of affected him
0: yeah you know you're right it like it would have only been about um about you know eight weeks after she died um you know that that he would have been performing this song again so i mean yeah probably it probably would have been like a you know kind of like a personal tribute kind of you know to her um obviously for any fans out there who knew you know who the subject of that song was um yeah so you know i would like to think that's why he did it you right know, was right just as a little tribute to her but uh, yeah so um you know I couldn't find any covers of it, but then again, try searching for the word girl and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finding covers and it's very, very hard. So maybe there is a cover out there that I wasn't able to find simply because this, you know, this is Prince not really um, using search engine optimization here. Right. <laughs> um, you know, if you if you use a lot of twos and fours and use, then obviously it's a lot easier to find songs. Yeah, but just the word girl. <laughs> uh, you know makes it very difficult so but uh yeah i mean i feel like we said as much as we can about girls so let's go to plugs is there anything you wish to plug zach
1: yes so um i mean as usual i can definitely plug i my own prince podcast and blog dance music sex romance and that is at princesongs.org and i am also uh my sister and i my sister's a of fantastic artist we are putting together a physical magazine and the first issue is uh inspired by prince it's coming out in april uh, and it, it is called Dystopian Dance Party, and you can read about that at dystopiandanceparty.com.
0: Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. or you can email us, not sure why you would, unless you've done a cover of Girl. <laughs> yes. Uh, then <laughs> yeah. by all means do. Uh, obviously, maybe, I don't know how you would get that to work in Google, but maybe maybe some special keywords would be needed. <laughs> um, at PrinceStrikeByTrack at gmail.com. Uh, Thanks once more for being my guest here, Zachary. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. And otherwise, (sighs) goodbye.